0: Hello everyone, Sean McCaffrey here with another weekly wrap-up. Going to be talking about Major League Baseball, NCAA Football, and the NFL today. So jumping right into it, Major League Baseball, kind of a similar storyline to what I was saying last week where there's not a lot of movement happening in the MLB standings. Really the only thing that's happening is the teams that are on top of their division are pulling away from the teams beneath them, those second and third place teams. The Dodgers, for example, have pulled away from the Arizona Diamondbacks, you know, sitting at 81 and 49, the Dodgers have definitely pulled away. The Braves have been one of the best teams in baseball all year, and they just continue to improve upon that, and it doesn't look like anybody's going to be able to really catch them in the NL East. Uh, The Twins, they play in a pretty bad division. The second closest team is the Cleveland Guardians they're a below 500 team but there's something to be said about the twins having the opportunity to win the division they're seven games above 500 sitting at 69 and 62 so they're above the division comfortably sitting up there going to get a playoff spot as a result of that and looking at the only division where really there is some movement and it's going to be a very interesting finish to see who wins it the al west The Mariners have been on an absolute tear as of late. They are 9-1 in their last 10 games, and they have now surpassed the Texas Rangers in the standings. So this is the only division where there's really any movement with that division leader. And the Texas Rangers, they're the ones that left the door open for the Mariners to pass them in the division. The Texas Rangers have been 2-8 in their last 10 games. So you combine that with the Mariners being on a hot streak. The Mariners, they get the division lead, and it's really a three-horse race too for that division because the Astros also play there. So the Astros, they sit at 75-58 and 58 in third place. The Rangers, they sit at 75-57 and 57 in second place. And the Mariners, they sit at 75-56 and 56 in first place. So that is really going to come down to it in this last month of the MLB season to see who wins that division. Now, one big player update coming out of this week. It's a sad one. Shohei Otani suffered a UCL injury, which is going to keep him out of pitching for the foreseeable future. He's out for the rest of this year at least. He's going to miss time next year. And the big storyline coming out of that is not really about him not being able to pitch this year because the Angels, they are... Out of the playoff race, you know, they don't really have a chance to do anything with this season. Uh, So, not a big thing for him to be out pitching this year. But really, the question comes down to how is this going to affect his free agency value? Some people are predicting that instead of a $600 million contract, he's only going to get $400 million now, which is still quite a bit of money. So, I think he'll still be fine. I think he'll still end up honestly in that 500 million dollar range right in the middle there, but the question mark is about what his pitching ability is going to be after he comes back from injury, how much time he's going to miss with the injury, and yeah, what kind of contract is he going to be get? Is he going to get in free agency as a result of that? Now, one final thing I have to say about the MLB, this was a really, really strange sequence to watch happen, but Ronald Acuna Jr., the center fielder for the Atlanta Braves, standing out there in center field, in the field, a fan runs onto the field, starts hugging Ronald Acuna Jr. Another fan runs onto the field, also starts hugging Ronald Acuna Jr. Security's in there trying to intervene, trying to get them off of him. And then a third fan runs onto the field and actually knocks Ronald Acuna Jr., over so it was a really weird thing to have happen ronald acuna jr was completely fine but definitely a little bit of a lack of security there that three people were able to get to ronald acuna him knocked over hugging him it was a really strange thing to watch happen i recommend watching the video but he turned out it was fine uh but just a weird weird interaction moving on to ncaa football week zero was this past week The teams that play in week zero, oftentimes insignificant teams that aren't in that top 25 teams in the country conversation. But there were two teams this year that did play in week zero, the first being Notre Dame. They played against Navy in Dublin. It actually looked like a really great atmosphere. Stadium was sold out. Notre Dame, they're the 13th ranked team in the country. They were expected to beat Navy handily, and that's exactly what happened. They won 42-3, and it just looked like actually a fun game to be at, and Notre Dame did what they were expected to do. The other significant game that took place in Week 0 was USC, the number 6 team in the country against San Diego State. They won that 56-28, to the big storyline coming out of that. Caleb Williams, the Heisman favorite, he threw four touchdown passes, he looked great, and he got out of the game early because USC was up by so much. So good to see that Caleb Williams might be able to actually live up to the crazy hype that is surrounding him at this point in time. Now, moving on to the NFL preseason, the games are over, so no more preseason games to be played the next time the NFL team's Take the field against another team. It will be regular season action. It will be the real stuff. Uh, But the big thing happening right now in the NFL are roster cuts. So teams have a 90-man roster during training camp, during the preseason. That now has to get trimmed down to just 53 guys. So... Oftentimes, at this time of year, uh, some significant guys will be cut from NFL rosters. Most of the time, they won't go from 90 to 53 in one day. There's going to be some cuts leading up to the deadline. Also, some cuts you know, in the week before, just with guys that have been underperforming and not... Every single guy, actually, once they're cut, is just done with the organization. 16 guys actually get to make the practice squad, so they still get to practice with the team, be with the team, be in the facility, but they just cannot play in an actual NFL game. They can't dress, uh, but if they, they can still have the opportunity to be promoted to the NFL roster if there's an injury or a player underperforms and they get the opportunity to go up to the active roster. And don't worry, those guys on the practice squad still make north of $200,000. So they're probably living decently comfortably. But as I said, sometimes during this time of year, there's some significant and surprise cuts made uh, during these roster cuts. You know, you just have to trim down your roster with the guys that you think are best. And the most significant one that has happened so far, Cade York, the kicker for the Cleveland Browns, has been cut by the team and most of the time when a kicker is cut it's not significant news but Cade York was drafted in the fourth round by the Browns which is pretty high to take a kicker in the draft and what makes it even worse was last year Cade York he hit a game-winning field goal and the Cleveland Browns they tweeted out that's why you draft a kicker kind of as a response to the backlash they got for drafting a kicker so early and now here they are a year later cutting him so he didn't even make it to his second year with the team so Definitely a little bit unfortunate, a little bit of a bad look for the Browns as an organization to to have to cut their fourth-round kicker in only his second year. Now, looking at the predictions part, we just have about a week and a half until the NFL season starts, so I'm going to try to get through all of my predictions in this week's and next week's episode of the Weekly Wrap-Up. So jumping into it, the AFC East, I think this is probably the best division of football. There's just so many talented teams in there, and I... I think any team could win the division almost. But the way I see it shaking out, I think the Jets, they're going to finish first. Aaron Rodgers, that defense, the wide receivers Aaron Rodgers is working with, the running backs, Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall, two incredibly talented running backs, the wide receiver Garrett Wilson. I mean, I just think Aaron Rodgers is going to take that team to the next step. I think it's going to be really tough to compete in the AFC East, but I think the Jets are going to be the team that wins it the team i see coming in at number 2, the buffalo bills, josh allen i think i was concerned with the way he played last year which is why i picked them to be number 2, but again, stefan diggs, they have a good defense. I I think and josh allen is is such a talented player, he's proven it before, so i think they're going to come in number 2 and then the third place team, the dolphins, they have such great weapons. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, two unbelievable wide receivers. The question mark there is Tua at the quarterback position. How can he play? The team that I see coming in fourth, but I think they're going to battle in every game. I think they're going to still probably be around the 500 mark. The New England Patriots, I see them coming in fourth just because of the way Bill Belichick coaches. And he honestly always seems to get his teams to be competitive. So that's the way I see that division shaking out. I think. The Jets, Bills, and Dolphins probably all make the playoffs. I think this could be a division where it's a a three-teams-make-the-playoffs type of situation. The AFC North, the way I see that one shaking out, I think it's clear-cut Cincinnati Bengals. They win the division. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, they're an unbelievable duo, and I think that's going to be the reason that they win the division. The number two team, the Cleveland Browns, I think they're going to be the team to take that number two spot. They have a great offensive line, a great running back in Nick Chubb. Deshaun Watson if he returns to his Houston form he's going to be unbelievable for them and I think they're going to cruise to a second place finish in the division third place the Ravens I feel like the Ravens basically just have Lamar Jackson at quarterback and that's kind of all they're working with which is why I put them at third place here and then the last place team the Steelers massive question mark in Kenny Pickett who was a first round pick by them last year so he's going into his second year full-time starter uh how will he plays is the big question mark there nfc south i think this is probably the worst division of football uh the way i see that one shaking out i think it's going to be the new orleans saints winning it i think Derek carr they just got him at quarterback he's the only quarterback really in the division that has any type of real experience having success in the league uh and they do have good wide receivers and michael thomas and chris Olave, so i think they'll get that first place finish the Carolina Panthers, I think they're going to come in at number two in the division. Bryce Young, they took him number one overall in the draft. I think he'll play well. I think he's a really smart player, and I think for that reason, he's going to do pretty solid in his rookie year. Third place team, the Atlanta Falcons. They actually have pretty good weapons. B. John Robinson, generational running back talent. They take him eighth overall. I think as a result of his ability as a running back, and then they also have guys like Kyle Pitts and Drake London, I think they are going to find success this year. But you know, third place in the division. I think they're just going to kind of end up being competitive in a lot of games. And then the last place team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I really do not think they're going to be very good at all. With between Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterbacks, I think they're going to struggle mightily and finish last place in the division. But again, let me know what you guys think in the comments. Uh, really appreciate reading all your comments last week. So, you know, make sure to get active in there again. Let me know what you guys think. This was Sean McCaffrey with the weekly wrap up. Hope you guys enjoyed it.